From Capital Analytics, I'm Abby Malone, and this is Invest Insights. Every week, we bring you perspectives, business advice, and more from the leading executives, entrepreneurs, and investors who are building, diversifying, and leading the way in the country's fastest-growing metro markets. Real leaders, real insights, right now. I'm joined today by Hunter Conrad, the County Administrator for St. John's County, Florida. Hunter, thank you so much for being with me today. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, let's dive in. You have quite an array of experience in your background, from accounting to law to the military. What would you say are some common threads from your experience that have been the most impactful to you and your role as the county administrator? Sure. So, you know, the first thing I would I would note before even talking about, you know, accounting and law in the military is a couple of things that I can't leave out. One is the Lord has been incredibly gracious um, because I certainly don't feel like I could do this role on my own. And so I've been given a lot of great people to work with, wonderful professionals. And I think that anyone that sits in a seat like mine or in a mayor's seat or a governor's, any kind of executive level would be remiss not to recognize that no matter what kind of personal life experiences they have, they can't do it on their own. And so I've been incredibly blessed. Uh, the Lord's been gracious. And I've also had wonderful people to work with. On a personal level, I'll just say that um, from a finance standpoint, accounting is incredibly helpful uh, being an executive role to understand finances, what it looks like, what budgets look like, what does it mean, you know, looking at a profit and loss statement, what does it mean as you're forecasting your budgets and planning for the future? So just on a very general level, that accounting degree and background is incredibly helpful as we look at how we're going to operate each and every year. From a legal perspective, I'll say that um, being a litigator and still a litigator in the United States Air Force, um, it provides you the opportunity to think about the challenges that are coming. And what I mean by that is you're often going to have to think about the opposing side. What are the questions going to be asked of you? So anytime you're making a statement, you're moving a policy, you also have to think about what are the cons of that? And you have to be able to prepare to give a response to that. Um, the final component of the military, which I think is is incredibly valuable for anyone in a position like mine is the military is really good at teaching you to persevere when things are tough. And so they're very good at putting you in high stress situations um, and forcing you to respond. And obviously over the last year, as many people around the country have been working through the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, it helps you not to be rattled. And so, you know, you're prepared, you're used to operating in a high stress environment. So I think when you add those three things together. I think it's incredibly helpful to be prepared um, for an office like this. And you just told us a little bit about your private sector experience. And obviously coordinating with the private sector is key to any government success. As we look to the future of St. John's County, what areas or industries do you believe hold the greatest potential or need for increased public-private partnerships? And what are some creative strategies the county is implementing to make sure local business growth continues at a sustainable pace? Sure. So I'll separate that into kind of two questions. One, the second area is, you know, local growth or local businesses. And then the first, um, the public-private partnerships with government. And so I see a really great opportunity in St. John's County for us to further explore sports tourism. Um, as you may be aware, you know, we are, we have been the number one school district in the state of Florida for, I believe, 10 plus years and so there are a lot of athletic associations. There are lots and lots of children that are involved in recreational sports, youth activities. And so going forward, 
I think there's a unique opportunity in government to be able to partner with a private entity or a nonprofit entity to bring some type of regional or national sports tourism um, or sports tournaments to the area. Uh, we have so many families. Sports is incredibly important here. Um, families love it. Obviously, there's a lot of values to be taught in that. And so I think going forward, that's going to be a really unique area that St. John's County is positioned to fill if we can find the right partnership to come alongside of it. And then the second question that you asked kind of related to what are we doing to kind of help maintain creativity for our local businesses? And I'll just add a few things that we've done. One um, is that, you know, this can be controversial from an economic standpoint, but recently we set forward a, a policy of a local preference in our purchasing, which means when things go out to bid, there are points awarded if you're a local business. And so obviously economically, that can be a, a question and it's, it can be controversial because people think, well, don't you want your lowest prices? Don't you want you know free market? Um, but our community does want to reinvest in the businesses that have been here, the people that are living here, the workforce that is here and their families are living here. So that's one small area. Um, another thing that we've just recently done is we reduced a lot of our building fees by about 30%. And while that may seem like, well, that's one industry that affects plumbers and mechanics and air conditioning specialists and so on and so forth throughout the entire construction industry, which also obviously has a multiplying effect throughout the community. Your comments make me think of all the growth that the county is currently experiencing. And I know that St. John's County is the second fastest growing community in the state and one of the top 10 in the country. As the growth continues into the future, how is county governance working to maintain the small town community feel while embracing the economy of tomorrow? Sure. So one of the first things that I would tell you is we're in the middle of right now is we're going through a place branding analysis and that will get brought up in the coming months. And really what that is, it's, it's an opportunity for St. John's County to define who we are right now before we get any larger and what we want to be as we grow. We do know the economy here, barring a global recession or depression, is likely to continue on. And so we want to be well positioned to say, look, this is who we are right now. We don't want to lose our roots of you know, having a beach and having an intercoastal and having a river, uh, being faith and family friendly and recreational minded. We don't want to lose those things, but we also know that we are a changing community because of the growth. And so I think that place branding is identifying who we are and kind of setting that for future policymakers is critically important. Another thing I'll add is uh, we're in the process of looking at partnering with our local school district for additional vocational training. Why that's important to us and why that matters to maintain that small town feel is that much of our workforce throughout the generations has been a very much of a blue collar community. And so this vocational training continues to meet that need. But we also know that we're growing. And so we're also looking to attract high quality high paying jobs while we continue to maintain meeting the needs that we've had for decades and generations and not forgetting who we are, but also preparing ourselves for the future. As we round out our discussion today, how would you define creativity and what does that look like for St. John's County and local government moving forward? Sure, so first of all, creativity in government is often shunned, right? There's so much risk, there's so much liability. And so there are so many boxes that you're placed in. Um, but I think to be an effective government, you have to think outside of the box. So I'm answering this backwards. Creativity, in my mind, is you're thinking outside of the box to where there are traditional solutions. You're using creativity, innovation, which is one of our values, 
um, to think of doing new things in new ways. And so obviously we're going to maintain, you know, protecting the community, making sure that we do things from a risk standpoint that are safe, but also thinking about new solutions to old ideas. Thank you very much, Hunter. I enjoyed our conversation today. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to Invest Insights. Be sure to follow, rate, and review this podcast to hear more. I'm Abby Maloney. Thank you for tuning in.